Concern tonight that someone could be killed on Otago's bike trails in a collision with virtually silent, high-powered e-motorcycles illegally using the tracks. Electric bicycles up to 300 watts are allowed on the trails, but electric motorbikes are banned. They can reach speeds of up to 100 k's an hour and rip up the trails, causing costly damage. Charitable Trust Queenstown Trails is responsible for planning, developing and maintaining the trail network in the Whakatipu Basin and says there's been several frightening incidents of e-motorbikes on the network. And CEO Mark Williams wants the problem stamped out before someone is seriously injured. There's a real risk of these bikes, which are quite heavy, you know, they, they can be anything from sort of, I guess, 50 kilos through to 85 kilos. They're very powerful. Um, they go from, you know, I guess upwards of 75, 50, 75, 100k an hour. And they're silent. They're really quiet. So so they're surprising people on the trails. And and I've just got the, the concern that there's been a few incidents lately where people have been caught on them on the trail network. And certainly we're seeing uh, evidence from elsewhere around the country and in Australia, for that matter, that, um, that people are getting involved in collisions. So... In terms of recent behaviour, are Mm. you seeing an increase of people using these motorbikes, electric motorbikes, on what are bike tracks? Yeah, yeah. And I think it's, you know, it's it's a natural progression. Um, We're seeing, you know, e-cars, e-motocross bikes are now becoming something that's more mainstream. And there's uh, there's there's more evidence that the, the numbers that are being imported into New Zealand are on the increase. Um, so more people are using them, and I think, um, unfortunately, what's happened in this case is that because they're e-motorbikes, people are, are trying to sort of consider them e-bikes and therefore think that they're permitted on, on, on the local walking and cycling trails, which, of course, isn't the case. Can you clarify the difference for listeners who are not familiar? What is the difference between an electric motorbike and an electric bicycle? What differentiates them? Okay, so so this is where Waka Katahi come in, the New Zealand Transport Agency, and they've confirmed that any bike with a motor larger than 300 watts, so that's the first point, if it's larger than 300 watts, it's not allowed on on the trail network, Uh, but also it has to be propelled by muscular action. So e-bikes are what they call pedal assist, so you have to pedal them, and the motor is there just to give you a little bit of extra support and a little bit of extra um, momentum. Uh, an e-motor bike is obviously much more powerful than 300 watts, but doesn't require any pedaling. It's it's powered by a throttle, just like you would on a normal motorbike. So you jump on the bike, you turn that throttle, and the thing will take off. Is the problem here ignorance of the rules or the feeling that the rules do not apply to them? <laughs> Um, I think it's probably a bit of both. Uh, my, my gut feel is here that people are almost sort of using the fact that it's an e-motorbike as an excuse to be able to ride it wherever they want because e-bikes are allowed in most places. Um, so there's there's a bit of that. I don't think it's the bike community. I think it's potentially a new group of users that are coming in and suddenly thinking that, that because they've got this e-bike, they can now go and use it wherever they like. And, and we've got to be really clear here that, that if it's an e-motorbike, no, it's, it's, it's a significant risk to the health and safety of other legitimate trail users. And, and I think that's what we're trying to get the word out in the moment is preventing this from happening. What are the legal consequences if they get caught? Um, I guess there are a, a number of consequences, but certainly it is a 
it is something that the Reserve Act could could sort of get involved in, and you could end up with on the spot fines or, or prosecution. Uh, but obviously, you know that, that that's uh, something that would happen at some stage down the line. We're, we're really keen to make sure that we just get the message out there in the in the in the first instance that look, this isn't this isn't something that's appropriate, and also. Um, you know, it's something that nobody wants to see people injured on the trail, and, and certainly trail users themselves don't want to be injured, but I'm pretty sure that the riders of these e-motorbikes e wouldn't want that on their conscience either, you know. Mark, how close have the calls been here? Oh, there's, there's been incidences of collisions. We've, we've actually had one, there's one last week over in uh, in Australia where there was an e-motorbike riding up a downhill bike trail and and it collided head-on with, with, with someone cycling down the track. And, you know, there's... There's that reality that, um, you know, if, if someone was coming uphill on, a, on an e-motorbike that was capable of, of doing upwards of 50k an hour and someone was coming downhill on a mountain bike and they had a head-on, the, the potential is really serious. So, yes, you know, that, that's the real fear is that there's, there's a lot of people on these shared-use trails, whether they're walking, whether they're pushing a pram, whether they're riding a bike. Um, if they encounter a, an e-motorbike, it could do some serious damage. And the other thing is, the e-motorbike makes no noise. It's, it's actually really quiet, so you don't get any warning. So if, if you come around a blind corner and there's someone coming at you upwards of 50k an hour, that's a real problem. So what are you doing? Are you asking people to report these incidents? Yeah, yeah, I think that's the message we're trying to get out, is that, look, no, nobody wants to sort of say, hey, don't ride e-motorbikes. There are plenty of appropriate places to use them than their existing motocross parks, their private land, but please, not on the public trail network. It, it's really important that, that all trail users, if they do encounter an e-moto, to report it as quickly as possible so that we can get the message out and we can make these these riders understand that it's not appropriate and, and really you know, nobody's going to want to see anybody hurt on the trails. And that's Mark Williams from Queenstown Trails.